Fix Insider February 9. Newth. As we have covered before, Bob Iger has been under siege at Disney, fending off activist shareholders and coping with a tough market. With the latest results he has come out fighting. The financials were pretty good, losses shrinking from $984 million to $138 million and subscriptions only falling slightly. But it was the product news that really shone. The world's biggest owner of IP announced they were buying a stake in Epic, opening the door for all that content to be repurposed for Fortnite. The press release sums up the exciting opportunity in the $1.5 billion investment. In addition to being a world-class games experience and interoperating with Fortnite, the new persistent universe will offer a multitude of opportunities for consumers to play, watch, shop and engage with content, characters and stories from Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, Avatar and more. Players, gamers and fans will be able to create their own stories and experiences, express their fandom in a distinctly Disney way, and share content with each other in ways that they love. This will all be powered by Unreal Engine. Then switching generations a little, he revealed Disney had won the battle for the Taylor Swift movie, coming to Disney Plus in March, with five new songs. Given Disney is so bullish on ads could this be the next Super Bowl, a must-have media opportunity for major brands? He has struck a deal with rivals Fox and Warner to develop a new sports streaming service built around Disney-owned ESPN. This feels like a response to the inflationary effect GAFA is having on sports rights. The old my enemy's enemy is my friend strategy, letting trad broadcasters team up to fight back. For some context on sports our friends at Canvas have an excellent report on sports marketing, reminding us there's family. There's work. And then there's sports. Freely, the new UK streaming service from the people who bought you Freeview is scheduled to launch in Q2 this year. It will be built into Hisense TVs and, we assume, available through apps on existing smart TVs. How TV has changed. Rightly many have talked of the post office drama as a reminder of the power of traditional TV. Like the work ITV has done demonstrating the power of peak too many underestimate the half-life of trad TV. But a little digging around the audience figures shows how things have changed. The first episode got 3.6 meters viewers, a great performance for this time slot. But that audience grew by almost 10 meters when the other viewing options and all devices are measured. Netflix books Expedia for first global ad partnership. Shari Redstone and David Ellison plot complex finale to Paramount family drama. TikTok goes full YouTube, The Verge. AI. The determination to have AI across as much of its product range as soon as possible has Google launching Gemini and Gemini Advanced, and confirming BARD is no more. There is an element of catch-up here, BARD will now generate images and is going to be used to make maps better. Are they catching Microsoft? The awkward partnership between Microsoft and OpenAI has been successful in launching features and getting them used but is the relationship solid? People within Microsoft have complained about diminished spending on its in-house AI and that OpenAI doesn't allow most Microsoft employees access to the inner workings of its technology, said people familiar with the relationship. Microsoft and OpenAI sales teams sometimes pitch the same customers. Amazon has announced Rufus, a new generative AI-powered conversational shopping experience, not unlike the L'Oreal one we shared in coverage of CES. But not everyone welcomes the use of AI, some advertisers don't want automation and are pushing back against Google. There is still a pall of negativity hanging over AI. The FT draw comparisons between AI and the Air France flight that vanished in 2009 citing pilots who relied too much on tech and Reuters point to the current Indonesian election for example of how Gen AI is influencing politics. Prabowo, and his doppelganger created using technology from US firm Midjourney Incorporated, is leading hundreds of candidates in using generative AI tools to create campaign art, 
track social media sentiment, build interactive chatbots, and target voters. And AI influencers worry some. Luca, which makes AI conversation app Replica and romantic AI chat app Blush, is today announcing Tomo, an app that aims to use AI to create the digital equivalent of a wellness retreat complete with a life coach. This is a subscription business. China's generative video race heats up, new tools from Tencent, Tech, Crunch. In a Google post Katie Couric sits down with Google Creative Lab VP Robert Wong who is positive about the impact of AI on creativity. And the Brandtech group share their thoughts on the misunderstandings that plague AI. Adtech. When Google and the UK regulators the CMA agreed to work together on privacy it seemed a neat deal for both parties. Now we are getting close to the switch off of cookies it feels like Google have painted themselves into a corner. The industry has been underwhelmed by the privacy sandbox and the IAB put the boot in this week. The Chrome privacy sandbox is a time bomb that will break real-time bidding. The CMA aren't being that helpful. Google must address the recent concerns raised around its proposed privacy sandbox changes before it can move forward to deprecate third-party cookies from Chrome in the second half of 2024, according to the UK's Competition and Markets Authority, CMA. So we appear to have an impasse. The IAB will publish their next report at the end of March, after obtaining feedback from members. A Google response is expected shortly. One glimmer of light is that it seems Google will be invited to join the IAB task force. If you are Google this must feel like a chore, regulators want to reduce the Google influence on the open web and its ad market, yet Google are tasked with resolving the cookie issues. How tempting it must be to divest this whole area and let a new co sort it all out. A September date has been set for the U.S. jury trial that accuses the company of abusing its dominance of digital advertising technology. And the similar Texas case is set for March 2025. You have to feel for jury members, much of the industry struggles to really understand the arcane details of ad tech and privacy, imagine civilians having to decide on this. Smart players are not waiting for any white smoke on cookies and instead are looking for fresh partnerships where the data is more usable. So a partnership between Amazon and Reach to use Context looks interesting. Context is much discussed but hasn't been used that much, though the clever people at Essence did some great work on this a while back for Google, working with The Guardian to deliver tailored ads based on Context. This is also interesting as it's another example where Amazon is bringing more inventory into its orbit, with the potential to do more deals like the one they have with Facebook where customers are able to shop Amazon's Facebook and Instagram ads and check out with Amazon without leaving the social media apps. It's a great move for Reach too, with lots of potential for growth if Amazon were to target their logged-in users across Reach sites. Now they just need to sort the user experience. How might that work? Spend some time with Quo Vardis and his thinking on walled gardens and gravity. Merchant. The Chinese are driving innovation in commerce. Temu has announced it will open its marketplace to US sellers in March with Europe scheduled to follow. Right now the 100k sellers are pretty much all based in China and are offered an end-to-end service. The seller ships the goods to a Temu warehouse and Temu then handles listing, marketing, fulfillment, customer service, and pricing. For US sellers the service offered is quite different, replicating the familiar Amazon or Walmart model where the seller handles everything other than logistics. It's hard to see the appeal and it's reported that similar efforts by Shine have been unsuccessful. But the audience is huge and some may think they can excel at marketing and break out that way. But if you think like that, trying TikTok shop is probably more appealing. A new AI feature from TikTok is likely to increase the focus on shopping. Each video will be analyzed and any products identified will trigger a buy now button. 
One reason for the explosive growth of Chinese commerce in the U.S. is their exploitation of a rule called de minimis essentially allowing foreign companies to ship goods worth less than $800 to U.S. customers without paying any tariffs. Another reason to worry is that Chinese beauty brands are starting to outsell imported brands like L'Oreal, are they the next category to take off in the West? My enthusiasm for Fast Last Mile is because we see a connection between so many huge business opportunities. The distinction between a late-night go-puff delivery of vodka, Siggy's and chocolate and a takeaway delivery from a dark kitchen is slight. Replacing missing recipe items with whoosh when you are cooking, a scheduled big grocery shop from Tesco and the arrival of a meal kit box are also much closer than many people think. In France they have a tradition of shops selling good quality food for takeaway, a highlight of a trip to Val d'Isère is the Spar Plat du Jour. Here Carrefour and Deliveroo are working with Zhao to deliver great food. Zhao explains their business as. From recipe inspiration to shopping done for you, to meal preparation, Zhao reinvents the way we feed ourselves every day with a service accessible to everyone. Lots of room for more innovation here. The readout January 2024, e-commerce specialists nest on cracking the US. Earnings. It was something of a photo finish between finishing fix last week and the quarterly earnings for Meta and Amazon. The details are available but I think it's the big picture that's interesting. Few major companies have had such turnarounds as Meta and it is so an ad business minus 98% of revenue is from ads. In November 2022 the share price dipped to $90 on worries that the Apple privacy changes had mortally wounded the Facebook ad business and concerns over costs. It's up around 500% on that price as the ad business has exploded. ARPU is up, and given the gap between the US and other regions the feeling is there is considerable upside as that gap equalizes. And as their AI improves the automation of ads, results should attract more revenue. Meta value soars by $197 billion as big tech stocks rally, FT. But, as we have covered before a big chunk of recent ad revenue is from Taimu and other Chinese brands. That looks safe for a while but at some point Taimu needs to move from customer acquisition to customer retention. Meta's ad rebound may depend too much on China, FT. Amazon ads continue to grow and as their AI tools become more widely used this should continue. They seem to be solving the problem of limited inventory but does that impact take rates or can Amazon dictate pricing? Amazon predicts cloud growth will gain steam as earnings bounce back, FT. I think Snap have shifted the dates of their earnings call? They used to be amongst the first and got hit hard if it looked like the ad market was slow. They went after GAFA this time but got hit hard as their ad market was slow. Their growth was single digit and Wall Street don't like that. The issue they have is that they are misunderstood, hence their attempt to distinguish themselves from social media and press their role as a messaging service. Their shareholder letter is a good take on what makes them tick and why they shouldn't be always lumped in with TikTok. But the headlines were about 10% job cuts. I think the big test is how they get involved with the Apple Vision Pro, that could make them. Plus plus. Why Tim Cook is going all in on the Apple Vision Pro, Vanity Fair. Powering Creativity, Sky Group. Remaking the App Store, Benedict Evans. With the news dominated by the consequences of the dark side of social media, both in the UK and the US we are in a bit of a mess. Kara Swisher, over three decades, tech-obliterated media, her front-row seat to a slow-moving catastrophe. Matt Hill from Thinkbox makes a related point how we define advertising comes with unintended consequences. What do we say to Emily? The human cost of advertising data abuse. A psychologist explains how AI and algorithms are changing our lives.